Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Tuesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. It means the boys are here. You know who's not here is spring. Spring is not here. Fred, you've been here five years. You have to know that this is exactly spring weather lousy, in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Lousy, smarch weather. <laughs> I'm Fred Slow, and I'm cold as ice. You willing to sacrifice? Yes. I have eight of the final 16 teams remaining. I'm not one to brag. Van Nunley, how are you? Well, I'm not one to brag either, so I won't. You have to have something to brag about. Yep. That is why you were struggling. Breaking news, Michael. Yeah? Former Green Bay Packer something, 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 something signed with the Vikings. Well, there you go. Uh, that was um, Darius Smith. Who? Zadarius. Yeah, what is Darius Smith. Who yeah. is that? He is, is a... Defensive end, right? Is a yeah, defensive end linebacker, linebacker. hybrid. Yeah, very oh. talented guy. The Packers could not afford him. Nope. What do you mean talented? And he went right across the oh, street he's, he's to a, the Vikings. He's a three-time All-Pro. Okay, he's not good enough to he even play one Ravens. position. <laughs> he's so good, guys. He can't even play one position. <laughs> That's what Zadarius Smith. Who is this clown? Zadarius Smith. All right, so it's either he's not good enough to play one position or defensive end and linebacker are so both so soft and stupid positions that anyone can play them regardless of, of who you are. Well, he's a linebacker if it's a 3-4 defense. If it's a 4-3, he's, he's right on the line. He's good Edge enough rusher. to get three years yeah. and $42 million. What is that in the NFL? Nothing. It's, you have to put someone at that position. $17.3 million? He gets a million dollars a week. To play football. That's wow. pretty sweet. Yeah, that's a nice gig. Okay, so he gets $18 million as a roster bonus. And then... So here's what they're actually paying for in Minnesota. He knows the playbook for the Packers. Oh, duh. They're just paying for the defensive playbook. This guy is so garbage that they're willing to pay $18 million just so he can come in and hand him a zip file off his iPad. He's a, he's a 12 13 $14 million guy anywhere else. But to the Minnesota Vikings, he's a million-dollar-a-week guy because he's got that playbook. He's a 12 13 14th guy on the roster is what he is. He's nothing. He's middle of the roader. He's a ham and egger, really. He's not special. He is a game changer, and you are a fool. I literally just learned <laughs> his name five seconds ago. Well, because you like have a mental block of any linebacker. Oh, that's not true. The only linebacker you've ever heard of is Dick Butkus, just because of his name. Maybe you're not familiar with London Fletcher. Well, because you like people oh, with Lawrence city Taylor. names. Who's Lawrence Taylor? See? The guy from Waterboy? 
Is that correct? It was a water boy. <laughs> it's water boy. Yeah. And the prison movie with Adam Sandler. All right, I'm looking up Zadari. All right, hold on. Z A apostrophe Darius Smith. Correct. All right, and the only highlights, the only images that USA Today has of him is of him on the sideline because he never did anything on the field. It's just pictures of him standing on the sideline. Well, he was quiet in the postseason the last couple oh, with Green Bay. Oh, don't yes. say. I can't believe they've done to, more. I can't believe they're able to scheme against against that guy that doesn't even know how to play one position. You put this you put this guy in the Leroy Butler category back there, Vitale, huh? Huh? That's what you think? Not even close to being Butler's statue. Hold on. So he's not even near as good as garbage ass Leroy Butler. Oh, Hall of Famer Leroy Hall Butler. Hall of Famer. Are you kidding me? Not even close. If we interview, are you talking about if we interview at Super Bowl Radio Row, Leroy Butler, you go straight to podcast and don't even make the air, Butler? Yes, that's who this Zadarius Smith is. Ugh. Also, no offense to the Minnesota. What all? Also, lots of offense to Minnesota. It looks to me like he also visited the the Dallas Cowboys. How do you not take the Cowboys job? Let me tell you how income tax works. What are you doing? If you have $18 million and you go to Minnesota, you have to pay 42% of that. If you take $18 million and you go to Texas, you have to pay 0% of that. You will remember the playbook talk. He's only worth $12 million in Texas. Excellent point. Yeah. Did not think about that. Yep. So it's the same contract. It's the same contract. The same contract. Same concept. Same contract. Oh, they let him be the captain before he left. Oh, oh. Let him be the captain. How cute is that? He's Zadarius Smith, bro. I, hey, all right. So all bits aside, are you joking with me? He's really nothing, right? He's really good. Oh, he's it's pretty a, good. It's a bummer that he's gone for this Packers defense. That was great as an, last year. as an edge rusher. He was pretty good in the NFC. He's no Julius Peppers. I can tell you that. Yeah, well, I, I know. He's that. got ten fingers. You're thinking of uh, Jason Pierre-Paul. Oh, I never think about him. Well, who did you say first? Julius Peppers. Oh. The only thing similar is they both have the letter P in their name somewhere. That's a strong, strong letter. It's one of the best letters as far as I'm concerned. P? Yeah. All right, today's varsity is a varsity of letters. And I'm going to tell you right now that P is very much down the list. Okay, R-S-T-L-N-E, then P's got to be the next one. I-9 varsity (laughs) today is the varsity of letters, okay? Okay, varsity of letters. I'm going to write this down or I'm going to forget. It's too early. Z. Z. As in Zadarius. It start, it's a Z. You know what? The defensive coordinator was probably really confused because they got two Smiths. Is this the guy that wore the microphone in his helmet, or is that a different player? I think they all have microphones. No, they don't. Only one of them gets it. Well, I'm an Astros fan, so I just assume that everyone has electronic equipment. The Yankees are stealing signs, too. <laughs> Who cares? All right, so it's, I care. I'm going to make sure I got this right. I can't wait to get some egg all over their face. It's March 22nd, okay? So it's a smarch weather. Uh-huh. What's the high today? 32? 45. No, it was not. 43. It's, it's it, still with, early yet. You're lying. Wind chill. Wind chill to me, like in my head, sounds like that's like a gust of wind. There's like sustained wind. There's a constant wind. 
the problem with today's wind, and I'm not, I'm not like old man on the porch. The problem with today's wind. Yeah. I mean, literally today. The problem with today's wind is it would just come out of nowhere and smack you in the side of the face and turn you into an icicle and then disappear. And it was 60 for 12 minutes. And then the wind comes back again. It's confused. My body is confused. I'm too skinny for these temperature changes. So I can't handle it. <laughs> I'm not one of those sheeple out there that stopped wearing my mask just because the government told me I didn't have to wear it. Z. I'm not one of those conformist losers that do exactly what the government says no matter what because I'm a clown pawn. So I still wear my mask, right? I have the exact opposite opinion, but with condoms. You wear a condom on your mask? <laughs> And your microphone? There's no regulatory for that. This isn't Texas. It's the exact polar opposite of the same recommendation. So I don't feel the the wind on my face because I still wear my mask. Huh. That's all I'm saying. There you go. That's nice. Here's the only thing I'm pro Zazaria Smith. I'm only pro because I would also take $18 million for a chance to twice a year sack tackle Aaron Rodgers because he is a loser and that loser Zazaria Smith climbed up one rung on the not loser ladder to me and he'll climb up another rung for every time he gets to sack Aaron Rodgers and that you know that was part of it it had to be right because everyone hates Aaron Rodgers maybe he just really likes purple maybe he's sick of playing outside now he gets to be in a dome all year Oh, that's a huge part of it. Nobody, you ever played outside? It's cold. Yeah, today. Right, where did this cat go to college? He went to Kentucky. Guys, that's not even a football college. That's how SEC, SEC league, though. Okay, that's how that's how worthless linebackers are. You can get them from Kentucky. Pro Football Focus has Zadarius Smith ranked right in between Von Miller and J.J. Watt. That's some good company. That's uh, all you need to know. So you're saying Zadarius Smith is also past his prime? Well, the other two I think pro, fa- pro Football Focus is saying that. Why don't, why don't you hit me with a touche right there? Because I, I just super roasted you on that one. Also, you're correct about the purple thing. He used to play for the Ravens. See? See what happens, Larry? He went to Green Bay for three years. He was like, no, this place sucks. No, the Packers don't need to pay him that type of money. Well, of course they don't. He's a linebacker. They draft and develop their own most of the time. Well, they signed well, I know, Baltimore. I know. I can see his angle here because he's sick of going to the playoffs and losing every year. Now that he's on the Vikings, he doesn't even have to go to the playoffs. Right. <laughs> he's got a fatter wallet, but no no. Yeah, hardware. and you don't have to no play all those extra games. At the end of the year? In the cold. You could just immediately go on vacation after the last game of the year because the Vikings aren't going to the playoffs again ever. Everyone in this room recognizes that I'm not a stats guy, right? I'm not a stats guy. You're not a numbers guy. I'm not period. a numbers guy. I'm an eye test guy. You are for baseball, aren't you? No. God, no. No, he's an emotion guy yeah. when it comes to baseball. I want every right fielder to be small, white, and scrappy. I don't care what they do as long as they look the part. You're talking about every right fielder in the history of the Cardinals organization is what you're doing. Put Willie in left. So, for the Green Bay Packers, are you ready for this? 
He had 100 tackles. That's good. That's not even correct. That was combined tackles. He had 70 tackles in two years. And then he did have, to be fair. Mm, to be fair. To be fair. A little over 20 sacks. So he had 26 sacks. That's so production. you're describing a playmaker. So No. A linebacker that can get to the quarterback. He had nothing else, boys. So that's all he had. And keep in mind those those besides those elite stats, Vital. Those are not elite. That's all he had going for. They're him. not elite at all, though. In his multiple year career, when he was he drafted, twenty fifteen, he in his career, two hundred and twenty tackles, forty four sacks. That's it. That's his life. That's not worth eighteen million dollars. That's really good for a defensive end. Yeah, but it's not for the price. That's what you can get. You can call Brock Lesnar and have him come play defensive end. Not enough money. <laughs> That's a fact. Hey, you know what Brock Lesnar is about to make for WrestleMania right now? Ooh-wee. Also, if you didn't watch Raw last night, fire. Fire episode of Raw last night. I'm telling you, the bar is real low from oh. the linebacker position on getting paid because it's such a garbage position. Zadarius Smith has the 11th most sacks in the past three years. That's that's literally not top 10. By one. Mm-hmm. What's the most sacks ever in a season? Michael Strahan? Uh, 22. Is it 22 last year? 22 and a half? Yeah, that or Reggie's. He, he broke Reggie White's. I don't know about Reggie White. 22 and a half. All right, I just pulled up a list of linebackers. Let's see how many of them I can name. I know who TJ Watt is because he has that famous brother. Otherwise, can't tell you a ton about else about TJ Watt. Did he go to... He's not related to Reggie Watts. Famous DJ and beatboxer Reggie Watts. Did he go to Wisconsin as well? TJ? TJ and JJ both went to Wisco. There we go. Okay. I know who Nick Bosa is because he's racist. Or he was. Oh, he changed his mind on that. Yeah, he changed his mind to get an NFL contract. I know who Robert Quinn is because he played for the St. Louis Rams. And then miss me with whoever Trey Hickerson is, Miles Garrett. I do know who Aaron Donald is only because. You got to know who Miles Garrett is. Oh, the helmet guy. Yeah. All right, so I don't know. If number one, yep. number one, he's really good at football. Number two, mm-hmm. he's straight up Billy Madison, the guy. I don't know him for the right reasons. Swings me. a mean helmet. Aaron Donald, I know who that is because. Did you hear what I just said? Yes. Said he Billy Madison. Yes, I did. Yes, I understand. He happy gilmore him. Excuse me. Strike that, reverse it. It's all the same. Thanks to the editor. <laughs> Urban Meyer didn't know who Aaron Donald is, and that's why I know who Aaron Donald is. Von Miller is that guy that used to play for the Rams. But I can't tell you who Harold Landry is. Mike Mike Parsons does our show. I know him. <laughs> He's also the governor of Missouri. Is that true? Cameron Jordan? No clue. Matthew. Cameron. You don't know who Cameron Jordan is? No, I've never heard of that guy in my life. Cameron J- Judon? Judon? Judon. Judon. He's very Where'd good. he go? Chicago Loyola? Marcus Golden? They don't have a football program. <laughs> That's where they can get these guys. I've never heard of any of these guys. Oh, wait. Is Joey Bosa also Nick? Is that a different Bosa? They're like Both the Jonas. Ohio State. Yeah, none of these guys are for me. I know who Max Crosby is. 
No, I don't. Never mind. I thought he was. I thought he was the other guy. You thought he was Carl Nassib? Yep. You wish everyone was Carl Nassib. Well, I mean, this guy won on my team. All right. So as I'm scrolling down, and I know we got to go to break, so I'm sorry, Michael. I don't even see the name of the guy we were talking about on this NFL player ranking of linebackers. That's how bad. What are you this on NFL.com? I'm on the much more accredited teamrankings.com. Okay. Did you Google linebacker list that doesn't have Darius Smith on it? <laughs> What's the uh, the Google search? You do minus quote Zadarius Smith. I think that's how its search works. According right? to this, there's a cat named R- Rash Ann Gary. Rashawn Gary. Okay. From Michigan. He's uh plays for the Packers. Plays for the Packers. So apparently he's even better than the other guy on the Packers that got signed somewhere else. Well, he's cheaper. Oh, that's the point I'm trying to get to, Michael. It's about value, and there's no reason to put eighteen million into a guy that's gonna play three downs out of every series. Maybe. Probably two. Stupid signing, waste of money. At least he gets to tackle Aaron Rodgers. Bernie Sanders wants to say baseball. I'm going to help him do it whenever we get back. Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studios. This is Two Men On, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Well, I'm glad the, glad the baseline finally dropped off there. It was a little too much of a tease. Which Jules song is this? Times Like These. That was by the Foo Fighters. Yes. This was on Dave Mira BMX. I've heard this song a thousand times in my early 20s playing Dave Mira BMX. Ah! Yep. I don't know what's next after that. I'm a one train runaway. Is that right? I'm a I'm a one one way something. That should be a varsity. Confusing lyrics. Won't be a varsity. Not today. We already got the varsity. We got a good varsity. Varsity of letters. Mm-hmm. All right. It's that time of year again, boys. Somebody wants to break up the antitrust that is Major League Baseball. You kind of hear this all the time, right? Major League Baseball, they don't allow competition. I used to work for an independent league team. I'm going to be real honest with you. It's tough. It's super tough out there. But here's the difference this time. This isn't business owner. This isn't committee. This is that boy. Bernie Sanders says he's launching the, quote, Save American Baseball Act to, quote, strip Major League Baseball of its 100-year-old antitrust exemption. And here's the thing. You're like, Fred, why are you even talking about this? Like, I'll just read the article in two minutes tomorrow on Yahoo or whatever. No, you won't. Because <laughs> he's, he's going on Real Sports with Bryant Gumble. Real Sports with Bryant Gumble gets down. Yeah. People take that show seriously. I do. Yes. It's not like that bogus, overproduced, stupid, pompous, barbershop LeBron James crap on HBO. Okay, I like that show too, though. That so. show's a work. That show's a full work. Everything about that show's a work. Uh, I like hearing perspectives from people of color about pertinent issues in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And whose pocketbook is behind that? Who's who's the one telling you to think that you're hearing that? 
because that's what that show is. Okay, well, I bet Bryant Gumble invest in that show too. No. <laughs> I don't know. There's not a single donor, lobbyist, political anything that's telling Bernie Sanders what to say. You tell Bernie Sanders what to say, and Bernie Sanders says, ah, no, man, I do whatever I want. I am, I'm that boy. I'm Bernie Sanders. You don't think that's true? I think the only person telling Bernie Sanders what to do might be Lenin, maybe Stalin. What? <laughs> it's a communist joke. He's not communist. He's socialist. He has a lot of socialist ideas. And people who don't know the difference between communism and socialism think he's a communist, which he is not. And I will play into that trope to get a giggle. I will tell you what he is. <laughs> he's very similar to me because he, he creates and holds on to blood feuds. Because right. in 1957, <laughs> when the Brooklyn Dodgers left him and abandoned him in his home city to go to L.A., he said, I'm going to get you one day, Major League Baseball. I'm going to get you real good. Star TV and radio, KOB TV's very own Brandon Ortega. How is he? As the next lyric would have been, one-way motorway. What is that? I don't know. Let's it, ask him. Is that a German thing? What does that mean, Brandon? Is that, I'm an auto on the Autobahn. Yes, that's that makes sense. Autobahn is a stupid name for a road. I'm, yeah, we're on the car bend. You're, you're on one today. Oh, I'm not not on one. I'm not not on one at all. Autobahn is also a really good uh, techno band from the 80s. I believe it's also... It's, uh, Kraftwerk, and the, the one of their cuts was called Autobahn. Well, Autobahn was a, a made-up band from the movie Big Lebowski, so they're not even oh, real. Okay. But <laughs> Autobahn... I'll, I, I'll <laughs> sing their praises, though. I believe it's the friendship between Bumblebee and Optimus Prime. I believe that's an Autobahn. Uh, when they just meet each other and they immediately were into each other, it's autobahn. He's he's like he's like, is it just me, Optimus, or is your gas tank open? I thought Gorilla Glue bought the autobahn company. Ah, nice. Yeah. Can you real quickly give a good explanation of what revoking the antitrust exemption actually accomplishes? I'm waiting for Bryant Gumble tonight. To explain to me what it is. That's because that's what I'm saying. Because that's why Bernie's not going to get this over. Because there's not going to be another Major League Baseball. They Major League Baseball is like, yes, you could try to make another Major League Baseball. Anyone in the whole world, you can. USFL, XFL, USAF, you whatever all these other dumb football things are. We know exactly how to keep you from doing that. We have an example. It's the NFL. Bernie Sanders, who I love. Has been going after... Unwinnable fights forever. Uh, he's been going after millionaires and billionaires the same way Wiley Coyote has been going after mm -hmm. the Roadrunner mm -hmm. with the exact same results. Mm -hmm. What's that What's that old joke? Uh, you'll know it, Michael, from Billy Crystal or Billy Crystal or Jerry Seinfeld or whatever. Like, you don't root for the players. You root, you root for the laundry they're wearing. And that's, that's the problem here. Sure. Is... Me as fan, I don't care if there's another Major League Baseball League. It can be Major League Baseball 2. I don't care what it's called. I I root for the birds on the bat, bro. Sure. Like, players I can relate to. I know Major League Baseball players. You know what they are? Just dudes. They drink Coors Light. They, they's me. 
You know what billions are? Billionaires are that own teams? They're magical and special. They're better than me. And I idolize them. I idolize you, John Mazalock. Thank you for taking care of my team. You inherited that money so good. Yeah. Good job inheriting mm-hmm. all that money. You're a hero to us all. Thank you for taking some of that blood money that you had and putting it into my thing that I love so much. <laughs> yeah. As long as we're winning. Did you say Lennon again? Are you doing more communist? No, stuff? I said winning. Oh. I left the G off. The Texas came out for a second. Hey, as long as they're winning, brother. Am I right? Hey. <laughs> the only thing I think that Bernie Sanders will be able to do successfully is this. He'll be able to say, yeah, make another Major League Baseball if you want. Cool. Cool, maybe that gets through. But the real thing he has to work on is you have to find a way to keep it to where billionaires of teams are not trying to price out families, individuals, whatever, through, like, corporation-ness. Mm-hmm. So, like, for instance, if, let's say you build a new new stadium, right? You build a new stadium. you got to figure out a way to be, like, a percent of that stadium seats are always available, like, do we have a muni here? We have a do we have a municipal like auditorium? We don't really do it. So like at a lot of municipal auditoriums, they get built by city funds, but then a percent of them, usually the seats in the back, whatever, they're free for always. You just show up on performance day and they're free because it's a free amenity to the city. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. If if your tax dollars go to build the stadium, you should have access to that stadium. That's what I'm saying. Sure. That I think you're gonna be able to get to. Yeah. This other stuff? You're not going to be able to get to. Bernie in trouble. He's in more trouble than the Carolina Panthers, who just signed Baker Mayfield. Did that just happen? That really happened just now? Traded for, worked out a deal, it's a promissory or whatever. I, that one flew under my radar today. And more on that whenever we get back from the break. Thank you to Mexico Pinion Coffee for helping me start my day. Thank you for putting this, uh, I don't, I mean, I'm just going to use the word sweet nectar. Bean juice. Bean juice. Mm-hmm. Is that what you guys call coffee? Mm-hmm. You call New Mexico Pinion Coffee, bean juice. Well, it's brown bean milk. Java. Michael, I'm going to need you to take the next segment off. Uh, <laughs> You're in timeout. Your attitude today. I am going to call and talk to Zadarius. This Can't cancel that interview with you and him. This- <laughs> Have you had that this whole time? Just pocketed. You've had that in your phone this whole time, and you didn't think to call him? If I'm interviewing Zadarius Martin, I, I promise you this. It's going to be the best interview he's ever done. Because this is the only one where I'm going to be like, hey, for real, just tell me how easy it is to put your hand in the dirt and pick your hand up out of the dirt. Because that's all you do for a living. $18 million. Good work. You can get it. Kenny Pickett needs to get bigger hands. Two men on. 95.9 FM. AM 610. The Sports Animal. They say it's like a 24-hour news cycle or whatever. Uh, It's like a by-the-hour news cycle with Baker Mayfield. So this morning I read... Hey, the Panthers, let's have some discussions. We're about to bring in Baker Mayfield because the boys, they need a quarterback. They need a quarterback real bad. Sam Darnold is not the answer. Who's that? Exactly. So if they're not going to sign Colin Kaepernick, you got to go with Baker Mayfield. That's the only option. <laughs> this is the only two options in the whole universe. That's how I feel. Nate Davis is sitting right there, a perfectly good Nate Davis. And you're talking, never mind. Nate Davis, who we're going to have on the program this week, if all goes well. Quarterback for your Duke City Gladiators. So. Stoke for this season. Tough one, yes. Tough one this weekend. Shut out in the second half in Arizona. I had to figure that out. Sure. Talk about the Gladiators a little bit. <clears throat> but, Van, you pointed out to me 
Fred, that Baker Mayfield story, that ain't nothing because the Panthers say, we out. Panthers don't want him. Nobody want him. You could get him for pennies on the dollar right now. A number one overall pick for pennies on the dollar right now, and nobody wants him. There are teams with gaping holes on their roster where it says QB that could have Baker Mayfield right next to it, and they don't want him. How many quarterbacks are in the league? 30? Two. Legitimately, how many are there, though? Good ones? 15. Seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Game changers? Seven or eight. In the 2020 season, Baker. Vital, Vital says five. Yeah, of course. I think there's more than that. Yeah. Is it? With, so, the, with, the new, with the crop of youngsters, there's more than that. To me, it's top 15 or bottom 15. That's how I separate them. That's a good, that's a good puck. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other Again, two. there's 32, though. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> In 2020, Baker Mayfield, according to quarterback Raiden, which I don't know what that is. Quarterback Raiden? Yeah. Like from Mortal Kombat? I think so. Okay. I think it's from the Konami video game. <laughs> eventually bought up by Acclaim Mortal Kombat. So Baker Mayfield was the 10th in QBR in 2020. Two years ago, correct. And that put him sandwiched between a guy named Tom Brady. Never heard of him. Does well. And a guy named Derek Carr. Ooh, he's good. He's the second best quarterback in the AFC West behind Justin Herbert. So. He would be third, but Mariota's gone now. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. So Baker Mayfield is basically one season removed from being a top tenner. But now he's the last girl at the bar, Van. Like, 2020, he played a full season with no injuries. He was a top 10 quarterback. Now he can't even get a job in Carolina. Probably a blessing in disguise for really ever spending any time in Carolina. Got terrible barbecue. I heard the Carolina coast is beautiful. I've heard. Have not been there yet. A lot of golf. See, I'm in the golf. Yeah, if you're a golf guy, Carolinas are golf. for you. Also, if you're into weird, aggressive, like Civil War memorabilia, that's could, there too. You could miss me on that. What's there in droves? You know what I am into? What's that? Taking my shirt off mm. and whipping it around my head ah. like a helicopter. Yes. They do that in North Carolina. I'm into that. Vital, when's the last time you were at the bar late with the boys? How long has it been? Years. Okay. For me and Van, it's been moments. And at the end of the night at the bar, there will sometimes be, like, a lady. Mm-hmm. And it's the end of the night, and it's like, does does anyone want to go home with your new friend, Baker Mayfield? She did not go home with me last night. I would like to state that. <laughs> yeah. To all my friends there that was watching. That did not happen. Is it also like this, where like all your other friends also have an opportunity for Baker Mayfield? And even though you would take Baker Mayfield, yeah. like you don't have – Baker Mayfield is better than the current option you have, yeah. which is something garbage or nothing, but you still can't take Baker Mayfield because all your friends know what Baker Mayfield is. Therefore, there's a pressure on the Carolina Panthers. Your friends your friends Carolina and Atlanta are there snickering. Like, oh, hey, look, 
Yeah. Seattle went home with Baker. Stop teasing Detroit. <laughs> we all can't have Jared Goff at home. That's the same thing. It's the same thing. Same thing. The kid, the kid can play. And you're at the he's, bar. He's he's right. See, Baker Mayfield to me is right on your cusp. Your top fifteen that spreads the league in half. I think Baker Mayfield is just right there. Then why are you at the end of the night at the bar, trying to call Philip Rivers to come and get you? <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. There's something about him. It's and it's emotional and weird. And by the way, Cleveland, which apparently didn't at all vet Deshaun Watson and only talked to him about this court thing for like 25 minutes, and then interviewed a couple ladies that knew him, who by the way all worked for the Texans. They wanted him gone anyways, and would have said anything. Sure. If you can't pull one over on the Browns, you got to really be a head case. Because they're idiots. Also, so is every other team that had interest in Sean Watson. Cleveland Browns aren't all idiots, Fred. They just have a rich history ever since Jim Brown retired of being idiots. They let their team go to Baltimore. (laughs) Uh Didn't let them take the history, only the players, and then created the exact same team again with the exact same lineage, less the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. that the players that were in Cleveland went and won in Baltimore. They're stupid. This is this is how bad Baker Mayfield's stock is right now. There's a couple teams talking with Cleveland right now who are willing to take him on for no compensation. Yes, you have to give us Baker Mayfield and a draft pick, and we will give you nothing. The NFL rules are like, you have to give him something, and they're like, fine. If he plays a single game for us, we'll give you a seventh next year. Next year. And they're like, okay, cool, deal. Evensies. Evensies. Stupid Baker Mayfield. We'll give you a seventh-round pick in 2028 the year after they move to only six rounds. Everyone's getting ready for the NFL draft, which, by the way, I hate because I'm on that energy today. I hate everything today. You don't say. It's my thing today. And Malik Willis, who I think is like the odds-on favorite to not go first, but probably go after that before everyone else. You know, some interesting comments, boys. Welcome to you whenever we get back. I'm excited for that. Also, I'm excited for Kenny Pickett's hands that grew an eighth of an inch. Is not a phallus joke. His hands actually grew okay. an eighth of an inch. I was, I was trying yeah. to figure out where you're going with that. It just took me an extra second here. By the way, phallus means wiener, Vital. Tomorrow, okay, that's tomorrow's Wednesday. It's not <laughs> Thursday, uh, but we're preempted for the NCAA tournament later this week, so we will be at O'Neill's tomorrow. Exciting. So your boys, yeah, we're going to O'Neill's tomorrow. We're going to be okay. at yep. The all right, Vital. It's just, I mean, can we go? One time without talking about Wednesday without you saying hump day. He cannot. No, it's like a it's like a little kid thing. It's like a compulsive like Pavlov's Bell. Wednesday. Oh, I thought you were gonna do it. Red O'Neill's in Knob Hill, or excuse me, in the Northeast Heights tomorrow. I meant to say Northeast Heights. O'Neill's in the Northeast Heights. Tomorrow we'll be there out there on the patio, four to seven. Come hang out with your boys. We've got a lot of guests coming out. We're gonna have a really good time with it. Two men on ninety five point nine FM, AM six ten, the sports animal. Are you boys familiar with Malik Willis? Yeah, Liberty I am. Liberty University quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. 
He's a quarterback. Oh, you guys just said that. <laughs> All right, so so they got uh, what like is it pro days or combines or what is it, Michael? Help me understand. It's pro days. Pro days. Yeah. So that means Malik Willis has a pro day. But really, he knows he's set. So this is just for all the other boys at Liberty because he's like, hey, come look at me and let's see all my friends. This is like the last bro move before you're out of college. Sure. To help the boys. I'm into it. Does somebody show up and be like, hey, I'm definitely drafting Malik Willis. That's my guy. I'm taking him no matter what. Yes. But are they also like, hey, that defensive back wasn't so bad. Undrafted little walk-on boy. Let's get it. Let's go. I wonder when's the last time Liberty had a covered pro day. Did, like, Danny Woodhead go there or something? I feel like there's someone like that. Breaking news. Alexander Yusik is going to put down his AK fighting the Russians in Ukraine, and he's got to go train for a fight they already signed the contract for. So I think war is pretty good training. I only you know, know what? No, it isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what war is good I for. I saw Rocky. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rashad Jennings is the cat who went to Liberty that I was trying to come up with. He's, he, he was a running back? If he trains, he trains. <laughs> that That's a boxing movie, but it's about a war, and this is a yeah, war yeah. that involves boxers. There's sure, a sure, weird... Sure. Yeah. So Malik Willis has this pro day, and he eats dinner with Mike Tomlin. Are you boys familiar with Mike Tomlin? The legend. Head coach of the Steelers? Yeah. Sure. No relation to Lily. He's the actual reason that the Rooney Rule works and it's successful because he would never have got that interview as a linebacker's coach with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers so many years ago if it wasn't for this rule. He was able to impress. Didn't Art Shell get him in? No, I think it was Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy. Put him up as a recommendation on this okay. thing. With It was Dungy. Yeah. So anyways, Malik Willis says about Mike Tomlin, quote, he was eating chicken wings. He's like a normal dude. I don't know what damn pedestal Malik Willis is putting Mike Tomlin on to think that he's not a normal dude, but I have an absolute problem with pro athletes thinking that there is a un- normal dude-esque energy around football coach. Right. Around, that is crazy to me. It is crazy to me that it is reportable. I, I think that, like, the only person in that category is obviously Tom Brady, who every day just survives off an IV bag of, like, children's gr- ground-up, no, close, <laughs> ground-up dodo birds and, like, dolphin tears. <laughs> Like that's, he just gets a dolphin tear and dodo bird infusion every day. He only salts his food with rocks from the moon. And you're, yeah, like, you're like, exactly. what, Tom? Uh-huh. Leave your mark, son. What's plutonium? <laughs> they rename it <laughs> Bradyonium. Second hour, let's resets himself. Also, I want to talk Major League Baseball. It's been a good start to this one. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. Dear Mother Nature, I wrote you, but still ain't calling. Help me understand the High Desert Boys, because today is spring plus two. 
spring was two ago, that means today is th spring plus two. Where is spring? Uh, we're going to see complete spring. It's going to be full spring. 70s next week. Uh, I would say April 12th, 13th, 14th. And that's when, like, there's, like, consistent real spring in Albuquerque. You know what Vitalogist did? 70s next week. That's the most Albuquerque thing ever. 100%. Yeah. And then the week after that, yeah, it's going to be 27 and, the and raining and yeah. wind. And I'm over here, like, my tears have gone cold. I wonder why. And I love that at all. I left the house this morning. What time did I leave the house this morning? Shade before 8 o'clock? Shade before 8? Mm -hmm. Cool. Mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, I got some stuff to do. I'm going to meet some people. Mm -hmm. Currently on the house hunt, 505-246-0610. Need a new apartment. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go look at a couple places. If anyone wants me to rent from them, I'm a good renter. I'm an adult, so I don't have any pets. You have a wonderful track record. Of renting? Let me tell you, just because we're friends, I'm not saying this. Yes. To butter up the ears of some apartment renter. Her perspective apartment You <laughs> are so clean. It's dumb. And you're a great neighbor. Yes. I'm the best neighbor. Why all these apartment complexes that you've been looking for the past couple of weeks? Why they don't want you? I just mm. don't get it. So I, so I, it makes no sense to me. I'm in the interview process, and they're like, "How much money you have?" I'm like, "Enough, promise." They're like, "How's your credit?" I'm like, "Good enough, swear it." And I'm like, "But did you know I will? I will brush the snow off every car in this parking lot. I don't care. I will do that for everyone." He's like, "Sir, I'm holding out my pinky. Yes, <laughs> this is where we grab pinkies, and you say, okay, I believe you, bro.'" <laughs> I sit down and like, like across from an apartment manager, like from a desk. And I become like Buddy the Elf. I'm like, I'm like, I just love you so much. I love this place so much. Let's go. <laughs> oh, my God. I get to pay for my own laundry here? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, but your credit report says. Well, I said it was COVID's fault, Michael. You got a mimosa and a Spanish broom in your parking lot? Whoa. Whoa. This place is beautiful. Yeah. Oh, it's okay to me that your pool operator isn't certified by the state. I'm sure it's safe. <laughs> Oh, you still make me pay to do my laundry? It's okay. I love quarters. Duh. <laughs> oh, there's no homeowner's association, but I still can't put my preferred flag on the outside of my door. Sir, we don't fly that flag here. Okay. Okay, I get a list of flags, though, right? <laughs> oh, no flags at all? Okay. I still love it. Yeah. It's beautiful. Tremendous. The other day, I was... Like going to an apartment, they were like, they were like, uh, yeah. So the only one we got available is three sixteen. I'm like, Austin three sixteen, deal. Let's go. <laughs> and it turns out three means third story. And uh, I was like, uh, I can't take my COVID lungs up these stairs every day. Yeah, or maybe you should. It's a good way to power through it. Finally, it's a lot better than it was. It's I've, a no lot, I've noticed. It's a lot better. You can hang longer on the elliptical now. Yeah, and I'm playing a lot of pickup basketball. I'm doing a lot better. It was about the nine-month mark where I started to turn the corner. And then right around a year, 14 months, I was like, okay, this is not this is not the long-hauler lungs that I was promised from Presbyterian Health Services, which is good because that was a crappy promise. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, like I do for, like, uh, yard work and work, like, under-promise and over-perform. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about when you do yard work, how you just chain smoke a bunch of cigarettes beforehand and then go out there and struggle. Oh, was... same lungs. Yeah. Same lungs. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. I literally hate my lungs. <sighs> but all joking aside, uh, looking for a new apartment. <laughs> <laughs> anyone's got any sweet leads, um, 
things that are important to me are I like to be close to the highway. That's important. Close to the highway. Yeah. I say, where do you want to live? Near the highway. I, I don't even feel Downtown. Like... So there's two. There's highways. I would, there are. I would identify two highways here in town. The north-south one, the east-west one. And then I would say there are corridors along each of those. Anywhere. Anywhere in that. I mean, I don't see why you just don't bring a cot to the office like Vital and just stay here. Because Vital has full-on dibsies in the cot situation here. Mm. Also, the phone line's lighting up, so this is going to be our first... I'll do the uh, interview over here over air. I don't care. Can we run your credit on air to see how bad it actually I have it in my phone. <laughs> I have all my bank statements and I have my whatever what is what is my what is this thing called? My credit report? Mm-hmm. I have all this right here. And also, I haven't pulled my credit report in like years. I just bought a new truck the other day, but it's called the credit union that I used back at home, like the one I've used for twenty something years. They're like, Yeah, that's fine, we got you. <laughs> They were like same rate as last time. I'm like, why not? I don't. I mean, we we've joked about it for a while, but I'll go on air. I'll go on the record. Yeah, with a serious offer that you can either lease or buy an RV from our friends at Chisholm Trail RV. Yes, as we are quite often on the road with Chisholm Trail RV. Is your primary and you residence? Could park it right in the back of my house. Yeah, there is paved alley access. You can put a 30 year mortgage on a. RV from Chisholm Trail is your primary mortgage, mm-hmm. and that ends up being like a hundred bucks a month. It's like nothing. Sure. You said Wayne or Dwayne? Wayne, we're excited to bring you to the program, Wayne, because I'm currently in an apartment hunt situation, <laughs> and on April first, my lease is up, and I hate to go back groveling asking for another month. Wayne, what can I do? Yeah, I thought this is a sports talk radio, but to kind of keep on the mode of sports. So where the United soccer players live is at the United or the one Central Avenue apartments, and they just started regenerating. Well, it's a brand new building, and they added another twenty new apartments in that area, Ooh. and they're leasing out, and they don't run a credit check. If you reach out to David <laughs> out, um, at, over at one Central, I'll even send you his email address, and he's looking for people out there, and it's only five hundred dollars down. So, and then your first month is free. So. Um, I just moved out of there to buy a house, but it's a nice spot. They're brand new places. It's, the apartments are not so, that big, but they're new granite countertops and hardwood floors. So you're so saying it's great for a bachelor pad. I reach out to David Stroud over at One Central ABQ and I say, "Hey, I need Wayne's old apartment." That's what you say yes. I should do. Are you leaving your furniture there? <laughs> <laughs> I think someone already got it. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but either way, it's a cool spot. Like if you're, it's close to the freeway, so yeah. it has everything you need. It has paid for covered parking that you that's it has security is, and everything. So Wayne, this is literally now. I'm, Wayne, are you also a United fan? Um, I'm friends with a lot of guys because I live there, but um, to be honest, no. <laughs> oh, okay, so it's not like you you didn't like fake as the Go FedEx delivery that, driver. No, I, I was trying to put a sports spin on it because smart. It's, this still is a sports talk radio. I mean, sport adjacent. I mean, yeah. online diary really is. Friend of the show, know that we're sports adjacent. <laughs> All right, so I'm calling David Stroud with a reference from Wayne, friend of the show. And then I should be in, is what I should. I should be. No, I'm not guaranteeing anything. I'm just giving you some heads up that might help you get in. But they don't run credit, so that being said, that might help you out as well. Okay, so Wayne, important question. Mm-hmm. Before he sure, uses man. you as a reference, how was your exit from that Oh, place? good question. Did you, hey, did did you, you leave on midnight? good terms? Yeah, yes, I did. I gave my 
sixty day notice and paid my last, so I'm good. Hey, Wayne, Wayne's like actually had the Mayflower trucks back up, took that team right to Baltimore <laughs> on my way to Baltimore right now. <laughs> In the middle of the night, nobody knew. Exactly. Wayne, you're the best. Yeah, you good luck, man. Take hey, it. Wayne, are you still with us? Yeah, I'm here. Man. All right, hey, stick around the phone, Mike. Get Wayne's contact information. Let's send him a T-shirt. Wayne's a friend of the show. We're gonna give you a friend of the show T-shirt, Wayne. Cheers. All right, that's cool. Thanks, man. Good dude. That's what we need. So stupid. I need. I'm moving into this apartment. Whatever this. It's a great spot. I just. I haven't seen the units, but it's in a cool location. I, I just looked it up. Hey, um, and and you can just leave your truck in covered parking, and not have to drive it around and get stolen again. Okay. Well, you, you could just. <laughs> and you could just like walk right across the street to the bus and the train station and use public transport. What are you doing here? You could walk to work from here. I'm I'm one week from home. It's a ten minute walk, and you're just ru- right there. You're rubbing salt in my wound, and my car getting stolen. Like, is there any lower you can kick me into Hold this on. hole I've I've dug for myself? It is March twenty second. Uh huh. I haven't made uh, your car getting stolen joke in like two weeks. That's so. I was due. Oh, so you you were like come spring. I need to reload these jokes at least once a month. Long story short, uh, we're going to have a welcoming party at my new place, which is One Central. <laughs> uh, and I'll be, uh, I'll be, me and David Estrada will be neighbors, so that should be pretty good. That's exciting. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Also, I'm excited to send Wayne a shirt, because we bought all these shirts and we don't ever give them out. We need to be better at that. We do. Because Scott Cregan over at Graphic Connections, who hooked us up with all these shirts, he didn't hook them up, so we just keep them in a spare bedroom at my new place at One Central. It was like we have to – they got to go. Yeah. So unacceptable. And they're quality shirts. They're just not like – No, shirts. these are nice. Yeah. Michael, do you wear your shirt a lot? Oh, I, I didn't see you walking away. I'm sorry. Yeah, the one I got from you guys, I wear it. I've washed it a couple of times. Super nice. And it's great. Holds up. It's you great. washed it? I squirted my cologne all over it. Yeah, Michael, to remind you of it. So us. you could cover your pillow in my shirt, Vital. I thought that what was Febreze. I didn't know it was your cologne. When well, I, I mean, it's a lavender tea tree essential oil mix, but who's counting? When we first went daily, I brought in like air fresheners to put in here, and I don't know for a fact, but I think Michael took them out, either threw them away or stole them. So I don't know if Michael loved them and stole them or if he hated them and threw them out. But I know that Michael was a part of this. That's a really good point because we came in here too hot. Yeah. And we cleaned up the studio. It was the whole thing. We put air fresheners. We just pulled the air fresheners. And he's like, no, this is supposed to smell like a frat house, boys. (sighs) Don't come in here and try to change our culture. From the live stream. Who do you think you are? Friend of the show, Craig, still waiting on his Uh, t-shirt. Oh, fire. June 17th, Craig. That's when that bad boy's coming, whenever the Cardinals take on the Boston Red Sox. Did you get Craig's information? Vital get Craig's information? Well, I'm sure we can get Craig's information. He's okay. A friend of the show. Slip, slip slide into the DMs. Obviously, don't put it in the chat, Craig. But uh, slip slide into them DMs. Yes. Give us your address. I'll send you one. Shoot. And a sticker pack. <laughs> the whole thing. I'll give you two. Get ready. Hey, you tumble, your Tumblr about to look real good. I'll sticker it up. All right, Michael. You ready for this break? Are you still taking down information? I want to hit on this Cleveland Guardians thing. I'll tease it real quick for you. The Cleveland Guardians payroll is 35 mil, okay? 22 years ago, the Cleveland Guardians payroll, when they were the Indians, was 74 mil. 
the Cleveland Guardians have cut half of their payroll over the last 20 years, and the value of the franchise has gone up an amount that I will give you after the break. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. From the texter, I can't believe an apartment complex wouldn't want to rent to the voice of New Mexico Highlands. <sighs> because they know how much that guy makes. All right, now, to be fair, I'm compensating mm, very to be fair. You, you boys don't even get it. It's all the varsity ones. All the varsity sports boys. They do them all. I called collegiate wrestling, and I did it pro wrestling style. It was very good. That's got to be exciting, right? He's got him in a half Nelson. No folding chair, but he's got him down. That's what I said that. And the thing with collegiate wrestlers is they all wear, like, stupid dress socks with their, like, singlets or whatever. Wait, what? They do? Mm-hmm. So you have to wear your, like, team singlet. I could just, when I picture a wrestler, I just see them in, like. Stone Cold three, an Austin 316 shirt and denim jeans. High top Asics? Isn't that the, the thing? Yeah, like, yeah. Asics wrestling shoes? But then I'm currently wearing dress socks. Knows. You're currently wearing dress socks, right? Uh, not today. Okay, well, regularly. And, and I'm, I'm way more to the, to the listener, not the viewer. I'm way more casual today than I usually am. But traditionally, you wear a pattern or stylized dress sock, right? Oh, yeah. Cool. And that's like those socks are what collegiate wrestlers wrestle in, and they rise above the shoe. Above. Uh, okay, that makes sense. So the what am I trying to say? The, the crew of the sock? I don't know. What am I trying to say? That sounds fine. My favorite socks are those, and I have a bunch, those old school with the two color ribbons around them. Oh, yeah. Those are sweet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. talking about, Michael? Yep. From the Sandlot? Yeah. We have accepted your application. You can sign here, and you can move in tomorrow. Yeah. you have the weird socks. That's awfully kind of you. We need to jump There's out. No authority whatsoever. We need to jump out of the apartment thing, but I did meet with a guy today about an apartment. And he was like, oh, yeah, I listen to your show. I'm like, cool, that should get me in, right? And he's like, no, Mm-mm. no, sorry, fam. No. Wait list. <laughs> cool. He's like, um, put you in the studio. No, I, dog, look how tall I am. I can't, you can't put me Bribery. in the studio. That's too little. Oh, I thought you meant you're going to put him in our studio. No, strike that reverse. He's going to put you in his studio. That studio apartment. Ah. It's a studio apartment. I need at least a one bedroom. And I'm shooting for a two bedroom. Because I don't have a real reason. I just feel like I'm at that point in my life where I I need to stop storing my things at Van's house. Well, yeah, I got a great reason for you to take all your stuff back. <laughs> I got a whole I got a whole bedroom. That's all. Well, all is all is very liberal. A lot of Fred's stuff. Greater than fifty percent. Yeah, like, it's a, a lot of his stuff. Fred, you need to become a minimalist. No, I am, but this is all like production studio stuff. Ah. Yeah, basically our old podcast studio is in my third bedroom. Right. <laughs> so before we were daily here, Michael, we owned a production studio off Osuna and San Mateo. Correct. When we were doing the weekend show here. Yeah. And whenever we came here every day, we were like, well, they already have a studio there. What do we do? What are we, we double dipping? Well, no. I think it's mostly old Uncle Corvid yeah, well, shut down our studio. Yeah, luckily, we got the best of him, huh? <laughs> that was a jerk move. Forget that. Yeah. Jerk move is having 
a baseball team where you put $75 million into them in the year 2000. And then in the year 2022, you only put $35 million a year into your roster, but your team's value has gone up a billion dollars. Did you hear the number I said? Maybe they should take on Baker Mayfield's contract. They got room. Hey, Cleveland don't know. Cleveland don't get it. So the Guardians have cut their payroll in half over the last 20 years, raised the value of their franchise over a billion bucks. Cleveland the owners, owner just pockets the rest. All of it. They're garbage. Them and Cincinnati. I'm about to go on an Ohio kick. You know, I'm on one today. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I communicated that, but it should be expressed in my tone and delivery. Because Cincinnati, I don't know if you boys saw this, the Bengals were going to partner with the university to build a stadium. Did you guys see this? No? You did. Mm. And they were like, cool, let's put a dome on it. And the football team was like, well, you can build your own stadium and put a dome on it because that's what we're going to do. We're not going to share. Share with you. Who are you? Yeah. You're sensing the Bearcats? What is that? Nah, fam. Nah. Mm Mm-mm. In Cincinnati, the city's like, yeah, this makes sense. <laughs> Here's the thing. Best case, worst case, college football plays on Saturdays. Pro football plays on Sundays. What is the problem? Tell me what the problem is. Effort. Yeah. Uh, you know what's cheaper? Building an extra locker room. <laughs> you know what those college kids in there? I tell you, get there. there's a hundred and something of them. You know, I'm touching your things. 100% I'm on board with that. Yeah, that's icky. It's icky. Yeah. Get your own thing. Touching my stuff. Don't touch my stuff. Bad ownership, dog. Especially in these like weird small market, small market, quote unquote, Cleveland, Cincinnati. What are you going to do about it? You ain't going to do nothing. Just be a bunch of losers forever. Look, we can't spend money. We have spending money at home. Yeah. The spending money at home is the friggin' Cleveland Indians. Who owns the Who owns the Guardians? The Dolans? Is that right? They suck. Yeah. They suck bad. And I'm a fan of making money off your thing. So, oh, and I'm sorry, Guardians fan, the a- two ex, of you, ex Indians fan, because you guys were so close a couple times, and all you had to do was spend money. All you had to you're just you're always one pitcher and one hitter away yeah. from beating the Yankees and Red Sox, and they would just never do it. There are a couple jerseys that I own, like jerseys, not jerseys, obviously, sure. that aren't St. Louis Cardinals. And one of them is a Rick Vaughn. Strong. Like. Strong work. What's the other one? Kenny Powers? I own a Gordon Bombay. Oh, three now. Because you just ordered a Ryan LaVarnway jersey. Yeah. Yesterday. Correct. Also, after I ordered my my Ryan LaVarnway jersey yesterday, Michael, Google started recommending to me Ryan LaVarnway shirts. Uh Uh-huh. That was weird. Yeah. I buy one Ryan LaVarnway jersey, and now all of a sudden? In, in my head, the one that you sent us in the group text, in my head, I thought you... Uh, you thought I created that? I thought, Yeah, I thought you Photoshopped that and then sent it to us for purchase. <laughs> no, you're so stupid. <laughs> so I put in a group text a picture of a shirt recommended to me by the internet, and it's a picture... We're gonna put. I'm gonna put this on the Instagram. So at Talk ABQ on Instagram. So it's a picture of what I would only call like paint by numbers Jesus, and then underneath of it the font from Jesus Christ Superstar that says Jesus, a then ambersand. Is that the correct word? 
Amperstand. An Amperstam mm-hmm. that looks spray painted. Yes. Ryan LaVarnway, mm-hmm. the name, and then it says, are my homeboys. So it's a picture of Jesus and then the phrase, Jesus and Ryan LaVarnway are my homeboys. What? Do you think what? there's a program out there that auto-generates that for you? Like, it could be anybody. Like, if, if we Googled Mike Vital, Mike Vital t-shirt. And then 12 minutes later, Jesus and Mike Vital are my homeboys t-shirt recommendations start popping up in your feed. Oh, speaking of feed, check out our social media at TalkABQ, because Fred's about to put this picture here. Yeah. And I have great news for you, Albuquerque. Our shadow ban has been lifted. I don't know what that is. What is that? So when you can't log into your account and you can't make new posts, I couldn't make a post for two weeks. I run our social media because I had, I reported too many people for spam and fraud because people kept sliding into our DMS and like trying to get personal information from us. So like, I just started reporting all these instead of just deleting them. I started reporting them for spam or for fraud and then Instagram, as an institution, was like, you're getting too many of these. We're putting your account on hold for two weeks. Wow. Why, why are so many people trying to scam you? At TalkABQ, a.k.a. Two Men On, on Instagram and Facebook. So I got some hashtag later grams to put up well, tonight and tomorrow. Their current gram is of the Jesus and La- Ryan LaVarnway are my homeboys. Did it go up? Yes. I did it go through? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Shadow ban is over. Shadow ban the Cleveland Guardians. That's what I say. Gotta have a salary floor. You have to have a salary floor. And it doesn't have to be like a hard number. No. G- giggity. It needs to be a percentage of the TV revenue and the collective bargaining sharing. That's it. This is the money that MLB gives you. You spend at least this amount every year. It's so simple to me. And that way you can't blame it on the market. And then on top of that, if you don't hit the floor, then whatever that difference is has to be paid out in bonuses to your active roster or whatever. Roger. So then it's like, hey, active roster, uh, play a lot harder and win more games, and you're going to make more money. Or we're going to take that money that we have to pay you anyways, and we're going to buy actual good players. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because after a while it becomes, do you really want to win anymore, Pittsburgh? Do you really want to win anymore, Cleveland? They don't. They want to be worth a billion. And to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. I would take the exact same approach if I was an owner. I'm being very hypocritical. (laughs) You you know how much I love money. I do not care about W's. We've had this talk a million times over. It's all about dollars. W's equal dollars, so I want W's, but if I can get dollars without W's, I'm going to strictly focus on dollars. In the wise words of Bay Area rapper and producer DJ Quick. DJ Quick. If it don't make dollars, it don't make sense, my friend. That was profound to me in like 1996 when I was 14. The Electric Playhouse makes sense. Check them out for (laughs) your... Your evening out with friends, family, or loved ones. Obviously, all their group events. We're very excited to partner with them on dodgeball and wiffle ball come this upcoming fall. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back on the program. Been a good one so far. I thought it's top shelf work, buddy. I've been on one. 
I've been on one. Tom Brady. All right, you were explaining this to me. Help me understand. So Tom Brady is a quitter, but that doesn't matter anymore because he quit within like certain rules. Or how does it work? Well, I was curious about the time that he came back because it's not like to me the stars aligned way too well for the timing because he came back the day before the legal tampering period for free agency started. What's a tampering period? So free agency opens. Yeah. And then a week before free agency, you can contact players legally and start planting the seeds to make deals, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. All right. Before that, it's, it's, tampering you get in trouble for it now your own players or other players oh all players oh even your own free agent you're not supposed to contact any other players before the tampering period starts any other team's players or your own players and because i think your own players are cool right own players are fine if they're if they're under contract it don't matter but even if it's your own player expiring you're still cool free agents and other teams players not supposed to have any contact with got it whether it's trying to finagle a trade or see what they want their dollar amount to be. Got it. You can only contact them during the tampering period and then when free agency officially opens. Tom Brady announces unretirement the day before tampering started, and surprise, surprise, here come all the free agents to Tampa Bay. So have they got a bunch of them? So it's very calculated. So who have they got besides Leonard Fournette? Because I see that... They re-signed Leonard Fournette, which, by the way, I think I've talked to you about this before, if not on the program, in our personal. I think Leonard Fournette is a top-five guy in the league. I think Leonard Fournette is right behind the kid in Indianapolis and the kid in Tennessee. And then I think it's like the Fournette conversation. I think, yeah, I agree. He, when he's healthy, he's second tier. So why did you say it like that? What do you mean? When he's healthy. Because he's, he's hurt a lot. He's, but I don't think he is. He's been hurt a lot. I think he played in Jacksonville. I think that's similar. I hurt his feelings, and he played poorly on purpose. I mean, he played 14 games last year out of how many? 17? That, to me, seems like a fair amount. 1,200 scrimmies. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many tutties he had, but I think double digit of tutties. So, I mean, this is a dude that go. So, day, day one, Tom Brady got Russell Gage. Pride him from going back to Atlanta. He's That's a, a wide receiver. He's a great number two wide receiver. Yeah. He's not like a dominant ball hog game changer, but he's going to make a difference for the Buccaneers. Hey, it could be now that he's not playing across from that head case Ridley, who, by the way, won $1,500, was it? No, it wasn't. It wasn't at all, was it? No. <laughs> we, we, we know a little bit about gambling here, and that number didn't seem quite right. And I also got his old teammate, two-time Super Bowl champion Logan Ryan, to help be a calming force veteran presence in that young secondary. Okay. Which is a very good move. And he went to Boston College? Yeah, I don't know. Everyone named Ryan. Everybody named Ryan goes, okay, excellent point. Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. And, you know, obviously got Leonard Fournette back and got Leonard Fournette a three-year deal, which most people didn't predict, for maybe a tiny bit less money. Seven mil a year in in cities is a huge money contract for a running back. Especially three years guaranteed money each year. Yeah. Yeah, that's big. So he got his guy back, got him paid on a team-friendly deal. Win-win. The Tom Brady way. 
Because whenever, and maybe I got this wrong, boys, but when the season ended, Lenny was like, hey, I need to go, I need to go get paid because I got the next 60 years of my life. This is the one. This is the one where like I got to, I got to, I got to figure out the next 70 years of my life on this one. Mm-hmm. So I can't stay in Tampa Bay. I can't take a hometown discount. Sorry for your allegiances. I already got a ship. Watch me sail. Oh, wait, Tom's back? Oh, okay, here I am. Okay, uh, phone's open. Yeah. I just like Tom, forget everything I said. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Tommy, I'm yeah. in. Hey, oh, E-me, boys, my bad. He does that thing where he taps himself on the <laughs> chest. He's like, that's me. My bad, my bad. Yeah, my bad. My bad, my bad. No, I've been here the whole time just waiting for you, buddy. Hey, don't you know? Don't you know? So he's back, and he's getting paid like a top five guy. And I'm telling you, he's a top I, five guy. I think he would have got paid more in other places. Shoot, by who? Uh, every team with a nope. running back need. Mm-mm. No teams think running backs matter anymore. Tom Brady thinks he matters, so Tampa Bay signs him. But there's there's not like a team out there right now that's like, hey, let's add, let's add that big dollar running back guy. They just don't pay him like that no more. The Raiders ain't going to do it. And I only say the Raiders because they just added a lot of talent wide receiver. Like right now, there's a team that would rather pay for it. And there hasn't been a big money wide receiver deal either. Let's keep that in mind. Obviously, Adams will get paid off that franchise thing, whatever. But that sh- that Juju Smith-Schuster deal was garbage. That Gage deal was garbage. The um, Oh, help me out. What's the other cat? Tip of my tongue. Other wide receiver. Godwin. Thank you. The And also, like, Julio Jones is on, like, who knows what's going to happen with him. They're, they they want to sign him. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, big money's not going out there right now because, and hear me out, boys, all those young, like, skill position guys that you draft now, they're all good instantly. Every running back that shows up, every wide receiver that shows up, they're just good right away. The kid in Cincinnati, he's supposed to be garbage. So you think Christian Kirk's deal with the Jaguars is just a freak outlier? What's his deal? He got paid. First of all, introduce me to who that is. He was the number two in Arizona. Yep. Number and 12. He got, he got paid number one money in Jacksonville. How much did he get? Four years, $72 million. Could be as much as $84 million. Yeah, Was he number three, number two receiver? Yeah, he's number two in Arizona. And that's uh, go to Jacksonville? Yeah. I don't know if it counts because you got to overpay to get someone in Jacksonville. For now. For now. Yeah, for now. And but, by the time that team's good, does that look like a bad deal? Because I'm not ready to say Trevor Lawrence is a bad decision. Also, I wasn't ready to say Leonard Fournette was a bad decision down there, but they got a weird, they had a weird coaching thing going on. They had a lot of weird transition going on. I'm just saying, you can draft now skill position guys that immediately hit. That's a, I mean, you made a good point about having to pay extra to go to Jacksonville, but maybe Jacksonville saw something in him that's intangible. Maybe he they figure he's impervious to injury, or he's like an upper echelon teacher, yeah. or, or maybe, a locker room guy, to use another cliche. Or also maybe like he boarded the jet to Jacksonville, so they were like, let's not let him leave. Yeah. It's like, he showed up with a pin in his pocket. He's or, the one. He'll sign. Or he had more dirt on Urban Meyer. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? You're worth it, buddy. Hey, where did he go to college? Did he Did he play with Trevor Lawrence? Is that a thing? I don't really know. I don't think so. Because that, to me, is 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 what makes the deal. Because I don't, I don't do what my GM wants to do. I don't do what my head coach wants to do. I do what my quarterback wants to do. He's an Aggie. 
Texas A&M. Thank Aggie. you for saying, because when you say Aggie, there's like 45 options. He's definitely too good for Utah State. <laughs> I'm in on this deal, though, for Fournette. I'm in on this deal for the Bucks. I think it's perfect for Fournette. I think it's perfect for the Bucks, and it keeps Tom Brady happy, which is the priority number one. Sports in Ukraine-adjacent Ukraine news whenever we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports team. All right, we're back at it. Now, when I was gonna, when I originally was gonna bring up this story, I thought it was a higher thing than what the thing is. But here's the thing: it's still a high thing. Okay. All right. So David, please Beckham, unpackage that a little bit. I got you. See how okay. I, here we I, go. In the business, it's called a tease, man. In oh. the business. So, here's the thing about the thing. So David Beckham has an Instagram. Okay. Boy, does he! And it has 71 million followers. And I thought that put him in, like, the top tenner. It does not. Does not at all. Puts him in the top 50 or So he's at the top 50 Instagram follows at 71 mil. But the highest amount of follows is Instagram itself. So I'm going to say that doesn't count. No. That's that like Tom from MySpace. Yeah, it doesn't count. Yeah. Number two, Cristiano Ronaldo. You've heard of him. He's number two? But really he's number one because the first one's not one. Okay. Okay. So it goes like this. Ronaldo- I would have guessed Beyonce. That would have been my default guess. I would have thought Putin. Michael. Too soon. Yeah. It's not Roostagram. It's Instagram. So Ronaldo, Jenner, Messi, The Rock, Selena Gomez. Mm, the Rock. Yeah, yeah obviously. That would have been one Over of my 300 guess. mil. Would have been one of my guesses. Ariana Grande. Ooh. Um. I like Ariana Mediano, too. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I missed me with that one. I don't know what that is. The, okay, so, oh, okay, so this is Kanye's ex-wife. And then Beyonce, Khloe Kardashian, Bieber, Kendall Jenner, and then I think, so I follow The Rock. Our show follows The Rock. Our, follow, our show follows The Rock, yeah. and our show follows this one, National Geographic. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Strong. Mm-hmm. But after that, you get into brands like Nike and some other stuff. All right. So, anyways, David Beckham's in the top fifty. All right. So he gave his Instagram over to a Ukrainian doctor, and the Ukrainian doctor was like, "War is hell." Yeah. Wow. Here is proof. Wow. So seventy plus million people are getting the real story from the boots on the ground yeah. in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. That is so powerful. It was a children's doctor talking about what all these newborns and pregnant ladies and how they, like, hey, we don't know if this oxygen generator is going to keep working because we have blackouts and we don't know. Like, it was those stories. Right. And Dave Beckham was like, yeah, take my 70 mil. Here you go. <clears throat> you, think, you think he changed his password before he gave it over? Or do you think she has david beckham's real password right now it was like one of those um like dually music video things where they link together through a third party thing so he was still on there uh, and she okay. was on there too makes sense uh i tell you what though a little bit he, thinking outside he, the box he donated 70 million is that what 70 million followers 70 million followers oh, okay 70 million sets of eyeballs on this situation in ukraine yeah wow and there was a 
call to action. They did a call of action. Sure. So I mean, so there was like a, like a there was a financial way to help. But I just I'm like, well that that is a very good combination of sports in the world and helping people and I was 100% into that. 100% and, and into that. After we discussed this story, you know, I checked it out and I've been following UK UK pretty closely. Up to the point where I feel like my mental health is affected because it's very sad and it makes me very depressed and anxious, but I like to stay informed. And this is one of like the feel good stories. Yeah. Hey, somebody is reaching out to help and this is a brilliant way to help. Yeah. It's one of like, hey, everybody give a dollar. $70 million. Yeah. Everybody share this. 70 million shares. And then the ripple effects of that is absolutely amazing. Like stories like, on the first three days of bombing, everyone that wasn't hooked up to a life support machine, they all had to go into the basement. Mm-hmm. Think about the, the electricity goes out. There's no one upstairs to help the people on life support. Every, the lights go out. And there's a bunch of pregnant women in the basement in the dark while there's a war going on. Like that's a, That paints a picture that a bomb building might not paint when it's real yeah. people. Well, and then the understanding of David Beckham to know that his platform has so much more value and to be able to utilize that to tell that exact story in a way that's humanizing and connectable. Ooh. And then like the same week, Kim Kardashian says, why don't poor PayPal just work harder? We're going to work hard after the break. Two men on 95.9 FM AM 610. D sports. Channel. feel bad for people's radios right now. Because of all that bass rattling their car and it's a danger while they're driving? Is that why? Because that song's so good? Is that why? What? Is that a dog? Is that a dog barking? No, there's a dog here somewhere. Oh, is there somebody let a dog in here? I think there's a dog in the ventilation system. It gets very weird I recently learned from my apartment hunt that people can go online like you did to become an ordained minister for the... Church of the Latter-day Dude, uh-huh. and they can get faux dog helper permission slips. Oh, I've known that for years. Oh, so you know about this? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know about this, Michael? You could even buy a fake vest. Oh, yeah, I that's don't. what this- What is it again? Yeah. Uh... Okay, so so a lot of people need helper companion animals. Really do in real life. Really do in real life. Yeah. Like, so say, let's just say you have like a vision impediment. So let's say you're differently abled, like vision-wise. Sure. You then- have an animal to assist you in life cool that makes sense to me but some people who i think i will call pieces of trash you can use whatever verbiage and if you're listening to the show if you are a friend of the show right now and you're an individual who exploits this Mm -hmm. so you don't have to pay the hundred dollar deposit to have your animal at your apartment you went and bought the fifty dollar online my animal is a service animal bogus contraption Uh well you're a jerk you're a low life. You're a low life. Because what you're doing is you're you're lying. And normally I'm like, it's okay to lie. It doesn't hurt you. It actually hurts people who it need this service. Who actually need it. Yeah. yeah. You're a joke. So anyways, I don't think anyone does that here. That's the whole point I'm trying to get to. None of our listeners. Well, none of our like like KKOB colleagues. I don't believe they do that. Yeah, there's Allegedly. a lot of people Allegedly. that need that help. Yeah. That's... Yeah, and it is, but it is weird that Eric Strauss walks around with a snake around his neck all the time. Like that's a weird thing that he Jake the Snake Roberts up and down with a huge boa constrictor when he walks around here. That's weird. Yeah, but his service, 
I mean, what the snake does is make him more badass. Yeah. And you don't need a permit for that. For badassery? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not a, I should I should have said it was a viper obviously viper pit I really I really blew that it's one. okay it's still a good joke it's still a good joke I liked it good job buddy here's a new Shohei Otani rule did you boys see this so a pitcher who starts a game and is also the DH can continue as the DH after he leaves as the pitcher that's sweet that's sweet yeah man audible boner by Zach Granke mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like the way you said what you just said to me. <laughs> I don't like the words you used to describe it. When you put those two words together, it makes it something special. A couple of years ago, the Marlins got Lewis Brinson, Azan Diaz, Monte Harrison, and Jordan Yamato. I don't know who this cat is. For Christian Yelich. Yamamato. I think there's an extra M that you're not, you're not pronouncing. God, it, he's got zero Ws. So... For Christian Yelich, and that makes me mad at the St. Louis Cardinals for not trading also garbage for Christian Yelich. Stupid Brewers. Mm-hmm. You know, better than everyone. Cardinals can't have everybody, all right? I'm just saying none of those players are on the Marlins anymore. They got Ozuna out of it. They got some miles out of him. Get him back now. There's a DH. I don't see why not. All right. Free agency signings. Uh, I saw Freddie Freeman sign with the Dodgers, and I know nothing else. Give me the big ones, Van. Okay. Freddie Freeman. Six years, $162 million. Steal. That's $27 million a year. Steal. For a perennial, every every season of his career that he's played is the best season of his more life. than 150 games, he has been a top 10 MVP vote. Getter. Chris Bryant got more than him. Who's that? <laughs> Chris Bryant, who is two and a half years younger, got a seven-year deal for $182 million. That's a million less a year, but it's another year of guarantee. And I guarantee Chris Bryant will be traded to a contender either this year or next year because he is not going to want to stay in Colorado who just loves mediocrity. He said he loves Colorado, right? Also, that's what you have to say, so it's not like I'm Yeah, he also came in in the best shape of his career, and he really loves the locker room. Of course he's going to say that. The big dog. What position is he playing in Colorado? He's going to play left field. But you can put him outfield. You can put him first base. You can put him right field. I'm about to be that guy, okay? Yeah, but there's no Arenado and Story on the team. Yeah, so. that's where I'm going with this because left field's not sexy. And there's no second or cleanup hitter to wrap around him. He's not going to see a strike all year. Well, there's no one to protect him. Okay. He, he's there to put butts in the seats. For yeah. the record, boys, the strike. Oh, he's ended. got great hair. The strike just ended. That's a lockout. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. The big winner, the big dog, Corey Seager. His family is going to do very well for a long time. Twenty-seven and a half years old. 10 years, $325 million, $32.5 million a year if you're keeping score at home. Where'd he go, Texas? Texas. Okay, so I'm ba- that to me is the best signing of all of them. Face of a franchise? Yeah. And 
I'm assuming he's playing shortstop. They're not going to do anything. No weird Alex Rodriguez. No. Okay. He will be. He will be their starting shortstop for at least half of this contract. I'm going to say something a little bit polarizing. Okay. I want you guys to understand that I'm saying it from a place of love. Shortstop is the only sexy position on the field. Uh, have you seen somebody snag a home run ball in center field? You fool. Yes, I'm familiar with Jim Edmonds. Center fielders. And well, I mean, for, it's the shortstop of the outfield, right? I will say, I will agree that the sexiest is shortstop, and sexy A is center field. You know what else is sexy? What's that? Getting forty-three point three 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 point three 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 million dollars for three years, like the heterochromatic sexy Max Scherzer, the highest AV contract in the history of baseball i am of the boat of the boat where you don't pay pitchers they only they only play like once a week who even cares so forget them it's only about shortstops and center fielders you don't have pitching you don't even get to the playoffs to where pitching is the most important i could sign van only right now to induce ground balls i do have a good slider That's you're, what I'm, you're yeah. right you know what you're gonna play for but scherzer's gonna pitch seven innings every game i got like 30 pitches in this shoulder I got 30 players on my roster because of how good my union collectively bargained, so I don't need someone to go seven. You just got to go four. Scherzer looked like he was out of I can't gas go four. last year. <laughs> I got two innings tops, bro. What did you say about Scherzer? Scherzer looked like he was out of gas there as the postseason okay. wore on. Hey, we do me a favor and bite but he, your tongue. But he killed it in the playoffs. Go ahead and bite your tongue back there, Michael. Please bite, he, he bite t- your tongue right off. Max turned it right back up to 11 during yes. the playoffs. Also... He doesn't have to pitch seven, boys. Pitch five. That's all you got to do. Pitch five, and then you got a bullpen set up. Seven. What year is it? Seven. M- Michael's over here like, well, when you're facing Bob Gibson on the mound, you got to be able to go nine innings. No. Five innings, boys. Four and some change. Three and a half innings tops. Trevor Story moving from shortstop to second base to play with the Boston Red Sox. So smart. Six years, $140 million. Xander Bogarts is going to get paid next year, and the Red Sox are going to have one of the best middle infields in baseball for a long time. Is he already friends with um, Bogarts? I'm not sure of that, but Xander sung his praises the second the signing happened, which of course he did. Which of course he did. The, the thing that's the thing to me about playing second base not as sexy as shortstop. It's not as sexy as shortstop. It's not as sexy as third base either. It's not as sexy as third base. You know what is sexy? That Hey, that Bobby Dalbeck, though, he can play. What is sexy is being 29 and getting paid $23 million a year to play a game you love. That's sexy. At, at super boring second base. where you, Hey, you know what you are at second base, though? If you're a former shortstop, you're a gold glover. That's what you are immediately. Yeah, sure. Because second, like, here's a legit one. Uh, he gets to play second base like once a week, so kudos to him. <laughs> the day they rest. Well, probably every other week, to be honest. Wait, shortstop or second? He gets to play shortstop probably every other oh, week. Oh, yeah, he'll spell it. They're gonna mm-hmm. they're going to give Xander a couple days off a month. And, and re-sign Julio Lugo for, like, one game. You're like, <laughs> you're like what are you doing? Or bring him up from AAA. Yeah, like, well, there's only five up and downs. Yeah. They're like, how was your time with the Cardinals? He's like, I've actually been retired. He's like, oh. The loser of MLB free agency, the cheater himself, special place in my heart. Mm-hmm. And it is very hard to say this out loud 
and say that somebody who's making $35,100,000 a year mm-hmm. is a loser, but no one was willing to pay Carlos Correa what he wanted. Carlos Correa was trying to get the big, well, bigger than Corey Seager's 10 years, $325 million contract, and nobody wanted him. Nobody even entertained the offer. You're sort of correct. The Yankees were in to a point. The Astros were in. The Cubs were in. The Yankees were in. But not for that big 10-year uh, deal. Everyone was giving him five, six, seven-year offers. And I know you just said it, but it was 10 for 325 for Seager, right? Yes. Okay. He wanted to top that. What did Lindor get? 10 for 341? 10 for 341. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's dumb how good that is. He's not going to reach that one. He's not going to reach the value of that contract. He's a great ball player. That's well, a- he had a better offer from Houston, right, than the Twins. Um, The Astros gave him, were offering him multiple contracts. From what I understand, he had a seven-year, like $240 million, which is about $33 million a year. And then he had a similar deal that the Twins had, like three years, $40 million a year, but there were no opt-outs. So what Carlos Correa got is a three-year contract for $105 million, and he gets to choose if he's coming back every year. Yeah. So he's going to do the exact same thing next offseason and search for that big contract. So I I right now I'm in the head of Carlos Correa, all right? I know I haven't told you about this, but I have a special skill set that allows me to tell you exactly what people are thinking, okay? I need to talk more. Well, I already know what you're going to say, so I'm not interested. Okay. Yeah. Carlos Correa was afraid to go to the Yankees. Carlos Correa was afraid to leave Houston and go immediately to New York City. This is the bumper that he needed. The Yankees have an upcoming shortstop that they're absolutely crazy about. Is it, Volpe? Is it Derek Jeter Jr.? No. Then it doesn't matter. <laughs> the Yankees weren't going to give him $10 million, up 10 years anyways. Well, the three years hundo is good. And if you go to Minnesota, which, by the way, I'm not one to sit here and just nag on Minnesota, but what's the best thing to do in Minnesota? Bennigan's? Like, he's going to go up there and work really hard at baseball. Ice fishing. People from Puerto Rico love ice fishing. And Lake Wobegon. (laughs) Michael, best restaurant in Minnesota. Go. There's an Italian restaurant up there that's real good in St. Paul. That's right. The Mall of America. Sure. Did you say Perkins? The Mall of America? Yeah, that's a good one. Are you referring to Sabaro? (laughs) <laughs> is that the fine <laughs> Italian pizza that you're accustomed to? Yeah. Uh, not that. Oof. Pinky's out. He's, that Vital, he's so fancy. You know, they just put in a Chipotle over there by Target Field if, you, uh, if you're if you really hungry, Carlos. What'd you call it? A Chipotle. Did you say the Chipotle? Yeah, it's like a Cadoba, but I think it's from the South. That's where I'm going with this, boys. It's He's going up there to only focus on baseball for one year. Because in Houston, he couldn't only focus on baseball because of reasons. Cheating. But in Minnesota, he well, can't. He focused so hard on baseball that no. he started cheating. That's such a dumb answer. He tried so hard. 
Mm-hmm. That's all effort, what you're referring to. If all you do is play baseball and then go to the Cracker Barrel, there's not much else in your life. You won't shake it up tonight, babe. We go to the Texas Roadhouse. Yes, I yes I do, hon. Are you describing the St. Louis Cardinals' success? Baseball and Cracker Barrel? Yes. <laughs> and the hometown buffet. <laughs> I mean... I'm I'm not trying to be that guy about Minnesota, but like you've been there's ten thousand restaurants in Houston. One of like, your one of your dudes in St. Louis today on the interwebs was complimenting the Ruby Tuesday salad buffet. So Yeah, that's because that ma- shows that's Michael, sh- it's not true. It's because the macaroni grill was closed for cleaning today. It's <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> the macaroni grill is so bad. The one burnt down here in town, and they're like, We actually make more money by not being open. Just leave it burnt wow. down for years. One year. He'll be, a, he'll be a twin for one year, and then he'll be a New York Yankee or Bacher. Well, a lot of teams don't want to give out humongous contracts to players who are injured, too. So what is he going to do after this year? I think Houston gave him a better deal, but you look at Seager's deal compared to his deal, and it's like, what? And I, I think you nailed it on the head, Vital, that he's an injury risk. But... The years that he played more than 140 games, which has only been twice out of six years, he was the second best baseball player in the universe and the third best baseball player in the universe those two seasons. From the texter, the Sizzler is pretty good. I don't think Sizzler is still a restaurant. I don't. What is this? I think it, I think it's still open. Is Friendly still open? Like I, I don't know all these places. Michael's like, let's go down to Burgerville. I don't think that's the melody. Michael. I used to have a, a Mexican restaurant chain in the upper Midwest called Chi Chi's. Do you have you ever heard mm, of that? Of course Fred? not. Why would I ever eat Mexican food? From legendary golfer Chi Chi Rodriguez? Good question. They also have Joe's Crab Shack in the Midwest. I don't see any ocean. Where are you getting crabs from? Oh, uh, that started right outside of Houston. Joe's Crab Shack. I've been to the first one. Well, yes, that makes sense. Do you know where Houston is? On a Gulf. It's on a Gulf. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. so you would. You would get crabs there. As I have. See. Yeah. <laughs> I went down to visit when I was nineteen. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, hot take, boys. Matt Ryan is the greatest athlete in Atlanta history. More of that live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio whenever we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM and 610. The Sports Animal. Back in the program. All right, hot take, boys. Hit me. Now, I didn't come up with this hot take, but I'm 100% convinced in it. Okay. So, Zach Klein who has a blue check mark but I have no idea who that is. Say that again? Zach Klein. He is a sports director at the ABC affiliate in Houston, okay? Okay. So I don't know if there's a better way to say uh what I'm about to say then is only a big deal to him. But he said on the internet Are you ready for this? Hit me. He said on the internet, Matt Ryan will go down as the most Underappreciated professional in Atlanta sports history. Hmm. 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 
One half of his career and one half of a Super Bowl is legendary. The first half of his career and then the first half against the Patriots in that one Super Bowl. Correct. Hmm. Going from Matt Schaub to Matt Ryan was a world of difference for that football team. But I'm thinking more on the line lines of Atlanta athlete. And I know the Braves just won the World Series, so don't at me with that. It might be one of the most garbage sports cities in the country. That's not true. It's not. No. Give me what they got. The Braves fans are some of the most passionate fans in all of sports. Atlanta Hawks have been uh, Atlanta Hawks fans have been supporting the Hawks and they've been mediocre at best for decades. So have the Braves less last season. The Braves have been competitive this whole time. Last season. The Braves have never sucked. No, they, the Braves have sucked. They've never been as dominant as they were in the 90s, obviously, but they haven't sucked since then. The Braves sucked in the 90s. They won one world championship and they should have won 10. <laughs> they sucked. Okay. Okay. Elite performance, getting to the championship almost every year. You're right. That sucks. How many World Series did the Braves win in the 90s? Is it one for real? Yeah, literally one. Yeah. How many should they have won? Uh, in between one and three, right. I would say. So that makes them losers. I don't think so because they won. Michael says yes. Michael does not say yes. Yeah, I believe it's yes. And the reason is they should have won a lot. Told you. The reason is they kept bouncing your Brewers the only time they would ever go to the playoffs. <laughs> so you hate them forever. They hate them. Yeah, that's The true. same reason that I hated them but when they, they kept bouncing the Astros when they were in the National League. But they had that collection of players, though, that that's they correct. had in the pitching staff. I couldn't understand why they didn't win more. They got, here are the World Series titles, 14, 57, 95, and 2021. Okay. The 2021 one, I'm going to give you, pretty legit. Pretty legit. Yeah. That, well, the, uh, the Georgia Bulldogs are pretty good on the football team. Yeah. Okay, boys, they're, they're in Athens. I just stop with that. Atlanta, outside of the Braves, which two times in the last, oh, my gosh, dog, 75 years have won championships. That's a bad sports It's not town. good, man. It's not a good sports town. And I think Matt Ryan's no. the best athlete to ever have played. Okay. <clears throat> You're equating championships to a sports town. Yes. When, you, when I think of sports towns, I think of people who love their teams and show up to the games. By that metric, Cleveland is a sports town. By that metric, so is Cleveland, Cleveland sports is a disaster. Oh, yeah. Cleveland sports sucks. Minus LeBron James. A thousand percent minus LeBron James. He's the greatest of all time. Yeah. Milwaukee. Did you see his dunk on his old teammate, Kevin Love? Yes. Oh, that was the dunk of the year. I got chills when I saw that. He got posterized. He posterized his dear friend. Could you imagine? Do you think Major League Baseball helped the Braves beat the Houston Astros in the World Series? Of course they did. I do, too. I don't even think the Braves really want it. And I'm not trying to like unearth that because I know you're a Houston guy and it'll yeah. go another direction. Same thing with uh, the Nationals. The Astros pitchers, it was way worse in 19 than 21. But in 19, 
the Astros pitching staff was painting the corners and not getting a single call all series. It was bad. And there's statistics to prove it. It wasn't as bad in 21. And plus, I didn't mind seeing Freddie Freeman win. Who's the best Atlanta Hawks player of all time? Got to be Dominique, right? It's got to. But Dominique, no offense, is not in anyone's conversation. Well, Dominique never had any help. They just like let him dunk on people and be really good and never put a team around him. Yeah, he was a human highlight film. I'll win you nothing, though. See, it, yeah, after- so you're talking about championships and sports towns. I think Atlanta is a sports town. They love the hell out of the Braves. They've been super patient with the Hawks. They keep showing up to Hawks games. They love the, the and uniform. I know people who love the Falcons. The greatest Falcon of all time is Matt Ryan. That's, man, it's hard to argue that. What was the running back's name that did the Dirty Bird? Jamal yeah, Anderson? I, I think I think so. Yeah. He didn't play that long. No, he didn't play that long. Work done. As far as humanitarian goes, maybe. Yeah. Well, Dale Murphy of the Braves. Great he a was dude. huge. Well, even in, yeah, in baseball, I mean, it's, it's Hank Aaron. Hi, hold like, on, hold on, hold on. Well, no, it probably is Matt Ryan. I wasn't going to say Deion Sanders, the, but he wasn't there long enough. Yeah, he didn't play there the long. The cornerback? Over a quarterback? Prime time? But he, nah. he probably... Must be the money? Miss me with that, fam. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's the, he's definitely the greatest Falcon of all time. And I think he's better than Dominique. I think he's better than Pistol Pete Maravich. I think he's better than Lenny Wilkins. Like, all those guys... He would the conversation would be around Hank Aaron and maybe Chipper Jones. Greg Maddox. The Cub? You're gonna put Chicago Cub great Greg Maddox as a Brave? Yeah. Yeah, he's a Brave. No, he's a Cub. His peak was with the Braves. Yeah, it was with the Braves, I would think. Greg how Maddox. Long, Greg how, Maddox is a Brave. How long how long was he in Atlanta? Uh, five minutes and a whole bunch of losing seasons. To be fair. Mm, to be fair. To be fair. Not like he was winning in Chicago either. Nobody has. All right, so he's only with the Cubs for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then eight, nine years, ten years. Ten years he was a Cub, but it was split up because in the middle he spent 11 years with the Braves. So one more year he was a Brave. Yeah, he's a Brave. Yeah, oh, he's definitely a Brave. Let's see. You're not wrong. to, as a, in a Braves jersey, nine straight All-Stars and four Cy Youngs. He's a Brave. I think that the conversation could be made that he could also be a Cub makes him not a Brave, though. Like, Chipper Jones is a Brave. Nah. <laughs> what? Uh, no, nah, Greg Maddox is a brave. If you're if if we right now were to somehow figure out the number of how many number ten jerseys there are and how many number thirty one jerseys there are, the answer is number ten jerseys. There's way more. Well, yeah, I, I definitely think Chipper Jones is a bigger Atlanta icon, but I'm saying Greg Maddox is definitely a brave. 
He's not a brave if you're counting braves. John Smoltz is more of a brave than Greg Maddox is a brave. Okay. Let's test this, test this theory out here. Hold on. The theory is... He's in the Hall of Fame as a brave. Greg Maddox is. Yeah. Okay, that's, I mean, that's a smart move. Duh. Because if you go in the Braves wing of the Hall of Fame, there's no. only like two guys in there, and you can stand out. I'll say, you, I'll say it again. Nine straight All-Stars and four Cy Youngs in a World Series as a Brave. He's a Brave. He ain't the greatest. But he's not Hank Aaron. He's not Chipper Jones. Those two and Matt Ryan are in the conversation. Dominique. Is not in the conversation. He's I falling think he off. is. He's terrible. But the way they did Mike, what we're getting to, right, is the way they did Matt Ryan so dirty at the end. Did you see him walk up to Indianapolis today? Did you see any of this film? Did you guys see it? Uh-uh. Suited up. Looked ready. Suited and zooted? Like, he, oh, my gosh. Like, you know, all right, no offense to Carson Wentz and no offense to whoever that wasn't Carson Wentz that was there, Phil Rivers. These boys didn't look like they were ready to go. And you know how I am, Michael. If I leave, like, if I get mad at someone, I'm, do, I'm so hard. I, if I hate Atlanta, that's how much I love Indianapolis. And you know they just put the biggest chip on his shoulder. Chipper Jones, I like what you did there. Mm-hmm. Thank you. The YMCA of Central New Mexico is where we started our days. I haven't been great this week. I've been apartment hunting. The day starts early, whatever. It's a long day. Spring is here. I feel it in the air. But the YMCA of Central New Mexico is the option for you if you want to check them out. They're doing the dual, the single and the dually families where you can get your kids into all the athletics for free. Check out the Horn or the McLeod for information on how to do that. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Channel. Mailman, welcome to the program. What's happening, fellas? Ah, we're laughing a lot. What's up with you, bro? Yeah, hey, I figured I would help you out with your greatest Falcon. Give it to me. And two of them, are, I, well, I know one for sure is a Hall of Famer. This other guy, if he's not a Hall of Famer, he should be. That's Deion Sanders, which uh, Van already said. What's happening, Van? What up, my dude? And Terrence Mathis, ex-Lobo. All right, good player. Ooh. Hey, he's a good player. He ain't, he ain't more of a big deal than Michael Vick. Like, Michael Vick well, is on that list higher than that. Right, well, okay, all right. But anyway. Tony, maybe Tony. I, this is the question a I wanted to pose to you gentlemen because I haven't heard you guys respond at all or mention this at all Mm -hmm. who in the holy hell is Aaron Rodgers supposed to throw to and Matt Ryan both good quarterbacks but they can't throw to themselves and both teams are hurting for wide receivers and I don't think there's not a good free agent that's even left that's out there. Well, the Colts already have Michael Pittman Jr., who is very good. He's fair, and they got and they got the sh- Mike, Michael Pittman Jr. He's, he's only fair. He'll he's he'll shine next year. And the Packers. To be fair, let me to as be fair. oh to be fair as a I, I, I have a direct I have a direct line to the Packers organization, and let me tell you, we're gonna get Julio Jones, Odell Beckham Jr., and Jarvis Landry. Julio Jones six years ago might have been worth it. Jarvis Landry, 
I think I think y'all need to go out back and shoot craps because don't nobody know where he's going. If and we got to cut you loose, we man, because we got another call. But if I am the Green Bay Packers, what I'm doing is I'm calling Seattle because they've already given up getting rid of their quarterback, and I'm trading for DK Metcalf. That's my move right now. Like, oh, hey, I'm noticing you already gave up Seattle. Oh, you need more picks? Oh, you want to give up harder? Yeah, we'll give you we'll give you picks. Hey, I'll tell you what, we'll give you that first and that second that we just got for Devontae. Yeah. For Lockett and Metcalf. Thank you. Take them both off your hands. By the way, call down to L.A. See what Braden Cooks is doing. Like, these are all options. Paul, welcome to the program. How are you, friend? Hey, I'm doing very well. I just, you know, touch uh, in regards to the Falcon players. Yeah. You got to give Scott, Scott Case of safety a little love when it comes to all-time Falcons. One of the one of the most underrated safeties in football. But anyway, I want to talk. I want to touch base in regards to me being a Raider fan and not not being excited about this uh, this whole Devontae Adams thing. I mean, if you look, you look at me. He's thirty plus years old, and Julio was in a similar situation as well. Led the league in receptions, and then he just dropped off the face of the earth. And you look at guys that are that age. I think we gave up way too much. And and I'm you look at the way the NFL is structured now. I am all about young players and bringing in guys that could contribute. Obviously, guys like Michael Pittman, young guys like that. I think we gave up way too much. And I'm sorry. I'm still. I I have a love hate relationship with Derek Carr. I don't think he has enough dog in him to get us to that next level. If you you know if you look at Derek Carr. He struggles in big games, gets outplayed by the big players, and that's just it's the story of his career. And so bringing Devontae in, I don't uh, I don't know if it's going to make a big difference. It really will. I think uh, more so we should have uh, saved those draft picks for some defensive help, you know, to deal with the division that we're you know that we're in. So you know that's my take. And then right. also too, my beloved Yankees. I got to tell you, it's time to get rid of Brian Cashman. Oh, you for know, years. Time to move on. Yeah, yeah, the guy, the guy yeah. is killing me. He's absolutely killing me. It's an, enough of the power hitters and this this teams that you build. It's not working. We need guys like you know uh, Shane Spencers and you know guys that can get on base and generate runs. Until we do stuff like that and we stick with these guys, you got Glaber Torres who can't commit to being a superstar. Has all talent in the world, and he's he's completely comfortable being mediocre, and until we change things, it, I'm looking at the Yankees being in the last place, to be honest with you. I tell you, I was out on Cashman. Well, there's uh, no way they're worse than the Orioles, so next to last place. <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 think Bal- I think Baltimore outplays this this year. Woo. I'm not going to lie to you. A hot take. You. That is on fire. I was super out on Cashman, boys, um, in, I guess it would have been 2009 when he put all that money into Nick Swisher. And I was like, oh, he don't get it. Jacoby Ellsbury. Yeah, there was there was like yeah. a couple. I'm like, Cash, like Cash, what are you doing? And when's the last time the Yankees won it? Oh nine, so that would have been Swisher's first yeah. year. So actually, I guess it worked for that one it? year. But yeah, he that a weird dude. And like other other side of this Raider conversation, they today I don't know if it's getting around yet. They signed Demarcus Robinson today, the number eleven from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. So if your plan is to put Demarcus <laughs> Robinson on the on the right side and put Devontae Adams on the left side and put Hunter Renfro in the slot. I think you're really crossing your fingers that Odell Beckham Jr.'s knee heals and you can sign him too. Because, like, I think you got to have, like, another talent out there or the Raiders don't have enough talent out there. For me – Oh, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead, buddy. 
No, no. It, it, and I lived in Vegas. I lived on the Strip in one of those high rises, and I almost lost my mind. In the one year that I lived there, I mean, my life just fell apart. And I'm not even a millionaire. Right. So, and not only do we have to watch who we draft, and and we got to pass on guys. I mean, this, this it's just a complete disaster. I'm a Bay Area guy. You know, I, I I you know I grew up going to Raider games, and for us to be in this situation, I don't care, you know, about bringing McDaniel's in or anything. We 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 definitely um, it, we had a lot of work to do, and it, it and and instead of going and and spending all this money on a receiver, we should have been you know shoring up our secondary. Go get a honey badger. Go get guys that could compete against those passing games in the AFC West. Paul, that's a that's a really great point, and it's a really great call. Appreciate it. So, to me, this was a statement move. This is a statement by the Raiders organization after an organization had one of the best – well, excuse me, one of the worst years in the history of any organization. I can't imagine a worse year for any franchise. To me, this is a statement saying the, the Las Vegas Raiders as an organization – Everything else that happened before this is history, and we're going to build in going forward. And also, while I was saying that, I just thought of the greatest Atlanta Falcon of all time. Who's that? It's Morton Anderson. Oh, it is Morton Anderson. It's totally Morton Anderson. I don't know why we why we dropped the ball on that. Eat crow, Matt Ryan. I don't know why we left Darren Waller out of any conversation. Today's I-9 Varsity is the varsity of letters. Whenever we get back, today's I-9 Varsity, the varsity of letters. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I'm into this one. This might be the best one we've ever done. What is this? Bonky. Machine Gun Kelly featuring James <laughs> Arthur. Go for Joe. That's the worst concert I've ever been to. Oh, please do not play this when Robert is here. So what this is, this is a, in the industry, we call this a rib. So our program director, Jared Hart, who went with us to the Super Bowl, also went with us to a Machine Gun Kelly concert that w- the four of us collectively hated. Yes. It's unarguably the worst concert I've ever been to in person, Machine Gun Kelly. Other side of that coin, though, Halsey rocked it out. Halsey, I was with. Halsey was only good because Machine Gun Kelly opened for her, and that was so bad. It's by comparison how good her show was. All right, so I didn't I didn't think about that. Yes, <laughs> yes. So you're saying it's juxtaposition? Correct. I mean, it's kind of hard to argue with that sound logic. Also, it takes me a moment when you give me sound logic because I have to go through all the stages of shock first. Mm-hmm. But I do believe you're correct that Halsey only rocked the house because Machine Gun Kelly quieted the house before. And by the way, Halsey. Great artist. Very talented. Insanely talented. That concert, six and a half, easy. But to us, it was a 10 because Machine Gun Kelly and his 1.75 performance just catapulted Halsey into the stratosphere of concerts. All right. Today's I-9 Varsity. Connect with... I-9 Sports League Office 280 at i9sports.com or 505-312-4999. Get your kids signed up for some youth programs. They're teaching fundies over there, boys. Fundies. Today's I-9 Varsity is the varsity of letters. Okay, man? Okay. 
Would you like me to go first, or would you like you to go first? Uh, you've been starting it off a lot recently, right, so, so let's stick with tradition. All right, so you go first. Okay, excellent. Excellent. Strong work. <laughs> Today on my I-9 Varsity of Letters, yes, I'm going to start off with an acceptance letter. That's a good one. Yeah, like you yeah. get into a college, or let's say perhaps you find an apartment, mm-hmm. and you get accepted by the apartment complex, and yes. they say, hey, you're in room 316. That is a good one. Yeah. I'm going to go with, and this is one we had here, I'm going to go with a cover letter. Ah, we're okay. going the same route today. Yeah. Okay. So I think. Form like Voltron, mm-hmm. same varsity, I see. And I'm going to, and it's actually going to be like Family Feud style where I had a funnier list in order, but I'm going to go with the most common ones first to try to uh, screw you up. Ah, excellent. So there you go. Okay. Next on my I-9 varsity mm-hmm. of letters. Yeah. I'm going with Dear John. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm going to choose a Dear John letter. Mm-hmm. I've had one once. I saved it. What, is, what are you I talking still about? have it. I don't understand. Like a Dear John, like somebody leaves you mm-hmm. and writes you a heartfelt note. So I'm going to go the exact opposite of that letter. I'm going to go with love letter. Oh. Yeah. It's, okay. It's similar, but the- It is similar. It's actually insanely different. It's the exact opposite. Okay. Um, so you go with Dear John and I go with love. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, actually, I think Dear John could be either love or hate because it's somebody leaving and telling you why. Maybe the reason is they love you too much. But I think that sounds like serial killer. The opposite of a love letter would be my next entry on the I nine varsity. Yeah. Letters of divorce. What is that? What is a letter of divorce? It's an official court document saying that you're divorced. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah. All right. What about a uh, confession letter? Mm, that's, that's the one I'm one. going with. That's I'm, a good one. When you uh, mm-hmm. when you you admit when you confess, I'm into that one. How much time we got? Okay. Foreclosure is that where we're going next? Lastly, mm-hmm. on my I nine varsity of letters, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with P. Ah, yeah, I like I like the letter P. That's a good. It's a good letter. All right, that's right. A lot of good words start and end and have P in the middle. So um, I'm gonna go with I like a I like the P sound. All right, so you, was that your punchline one? Cause it's I'm a good with, letter. I'm gonna go with my punchline one. Okay, hit ready. me, Kenny. Letter Kenny. There you go. Ah, knew I would get there. And to be fair, to be fair, didn't see that coming. I thought it was a good one. I uh, want to make sure I. I'm going to make sure I laid out the table right before everyone. Uh, obviously, also on the list, uh, foreclosure. I yeah. Think that's a good one. Summons, I think it's a good one. I, I avoided the foreclosure letter because of your pending homelessness because you can't find an apartment. So. Formal complaint, I would put on there. Yeah, that's as a, you will have for me. Yes. For bagging <laughs> on you for being homeless very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, as soon as nine days from now. Are birthday party invitations a letter? Sure. A friend of ours, no names to be named, star of TV and radio, KOP's very own Brandon Ortega. Who we will keep nameless. Who we will keep nameless. Mm -hmm. He's about to have a bachelor party. Oh, yeah. We should do bachelor party invites. Like little kid style. 100%. Like you're No, we should have Julian write them. His son. Yeah. His three-year-old sons. Correct. Good program today. Thank you to the mailman. Thank you to Paul. 
Take it, uh... Hey, Wayne! New friend of the show, Wayne! Yeah, what up, Wayne? Yeah, who we're about to get that t-shirt to. Van, any final words before we go? My goodness, my friend. Too much for the time allotted. But anything that we didn't hit on, make sure you check out on the opening drive tomorrow morning. Jeff, JJ, and Amory. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow at O'Neill's in the Heights, Burke.